0: Mulaney premiered on October 5th, 2014 on Fox. Let's put 22 minutes on the clock. And that's the premise behind Pilot Study. This is Pilot Study. My name is Chris Lantinen. I'm Grimes. And we are your hosts. And today, we are talking the 2014 Fox comedy pilot, Mulaney. Of course, in honor of John Mulaney's recently announced hosting gig on SNL. And his upcoming, I'd say highly anticipated, comedy special on Netflix, which of course is called kid gorgeous and which is based off his recent pretty big tour in which he sold out a whole bunch of dates of radio city music hall yeah now in regard to this program though because we are talking about um something that flopped much harder than his recent stand-up tour and uh flopped much harder than i assume his stand-up special is going to do i remember Mulaney, the fox Mulaney, uh being hit very hard at the beginning and I don't know if you are along the same lines and kind of seen as dead on arrival kind of as it progressed. I know people were giving it like as yeah. you know reading the critics at that time they just they continually gave it chances to recover, and I don't it just never did like but the chances were there,
1: yeah, I mean, I think because of his um talent as a stand up people fans and net, the networks um Gave him plenty of chances and let them kind of find themselves for a few episodes, but it did yeah. come off to me as like kind of a dead duck <laughs> as soon as it, because Mulaney is so talented, such a brilliant writer, great stand up. All we know how good he is at everything, so you would expect that you know to to kind of shine through, and I just didn't see it in this pilot, unfortunately, for him and hmm. us, because I think it could have been way better.
0: I didn't see it in the pilot. I assume. It was not seen. I, I I would assume there were glimpses in the thirteen episodes that aired. Did all thirteen air or did they just cut it short? I don't know. There's thirteen available. I don't know if all thirteen aired. But of course it got cancelled after our first season and like we said it was kind of it was hit really hard on this pilot. The reviews are pretty horrible. My like, favorite
1: headline from a review was <laughs> Sign Failed. I mean, I know that's kinda of like on the nose, but for twenty fourteen that's still pretty <laughs> clever. Uh
0: it was like Hollywood Reporter did a a Top 10 ranking of like the big pilots that were dropping, and it was last, so yeah, this is that was the year that like Transparent came out, and like all of these other like Blackish. That was the first year of Blackish, oh boy. and
1: probably then like the um, good place, maybe around that it time. was like, yeah,
0: around that time. And Maloney just got
1: buried, and I, rightfully so. I mean, this pilot just yeah. was not gonna be the thing, unfortunately. We're gonna
0: get into why well, exactly it probably deserves that burial. <laughs> yeah. uh, the title of the episode was. Okay, so on iTunes, it's called (laughs) Mo' Laney Mo' Problems. Which really doesn't relate to the episode at all. Also just called a, that on
1: Amazon. Okay, yeah. it's a
0: terrible title, mm-hmm. and it's called Pilot on IMDb. But uh, yeah, so it looks like the Molani problems is the official title, maybe given on upon like full season release. Yeah, when you know, the release to DVD, retitled or that something anticipated yeah, release that anticipated DVD release. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit of history here um, in regard to casting. Who the the people who were originally cast primarily were transferred over. So if you don't know anything about this show, it's produced by Lorne Michaels. As Mulaney was a celebrated writer on Saturday Night Live. God,
1: let me chime in since, by the way, we are together in the same room, so we, we are, are doing this is a rarity. for real. Yep. Yeah. Um, do you think having Lorne Michaels involved in your TV show <laughs> is a blessing or curse? Both, mm. like how because you have like AP Bio, which is turning out great. You yeah, have so many successful late night it shows. it leads to a good show, right? It leads to you're definitely going to get probably picked up for like 13. Maybe yeah, Lauren I... helped as much as Mulaney helped to keep this thing trying to find its way.
0: It's a pro- you know. I think it's the Fox. I think if this had a home on NBC, which was it was originally supposed to have, also known as Lauren's Network, maybe it gets <laughs> yeah. that second season and right. maybe it gets like that opportunity to pivot because right. you see so many of these shows. Makes- and like
1: 30 Rock another prime example. Like right. at first, people didn't really know is this good? How do we it? It was overshadowed by
0: um, what was that, Sunset Strip?
1: Yeah, Studio, yeah, Studio 60 starring 60. Matthew Perry. Uh-huh.
0: That It was literally overshadowed by that when But which out. then
1: 30 Rock obviously ended up being classic in the comedy world. I love 30 Rock. It's one of my Netflix I mean, like repeaters. Usually, usually his name is on good stuff. Yeah, I so I just think... Sure. I just wonder as but just a fan and a critic yeah, what it's, you it's think. It's
0: probably because... All the people that come out of SNL are usually, and actually get a shot at making a show are usually pretty intelligent. You know, like Mike O'Brien is, you know, a longtime writer on there and had stuff before, and he's the guy behind AP Bio, and he's, he's you know, highly intelligent. And
1: Melanie, f- famously Mulaney, an SNL writer, so yeah. that uh, had to Famously
0: the help. created Stefan.
1: Which is beautiful and, and all and those lines wrote, are always different. Yeah, on and wrote wrote all the time.
0: lines and like inserts things in and that's kind of like his claim to fame on S N L but his other I would say his other claim to fame on S N L was not getting weekend update. Like, he seemed to be. Yeah, not ever really for, being like a yeah, featured guy. He seemed to be getting groomed for Weekend Update for years and years and years behind yeah, Seth Meyers. And then. Because he's very Jost-like. Jost he, he is very jost But like, he's not yeah. Jost. There's there's probably a great audition <laughs> tape out there of Mulaney on Weekend Update. It will do surface. It, do it doing his test run.
1: It'll surface.
0: Well, it might surface when he hosts SNL. But, anyways, um, so this show is one that was supposed to be an NBC program, obviously, the Lorne Michaels connection. Um, I think NBC passed on it twice, perhaps. I th- they passed on it, I believe, a couple times. Mm. Um, they passed on, you know, they they ordered the series, then they went and they made a pilot. They didn't love it. Um, they actually made a pilot with a, I believe, a different version of Andre, a different actor named Griffin Newman, who uh, listeners of this program will know as the lead of The Tick. He was the guy oh, that's yeah. in The tick. He's, okay. he's supposed to be in the show. Oh wow! And I know Lucky that enemies. I know that Seton Smith because he actually just talked about. Um, well, he, he had Seton Smith uh, who who plays Mo- Mo- Motif, right? That's his name I in think, the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had him on an episode of his podcast, the Blank Check Podcast, and they were talking about their time on Mulaney, and they were acting together. So like he wasn't the Motif part. Okay. So he must have been the Andre part. Yeah. Right, because there were no there are other no roles. Other, yeah, 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 yeah. So that was the one role that changed, um, but everybody else was carried over from NBC into Fox. Okay. And, you know, it seems like you know, and some of these people are NBC family people, like Nassim Pedron. Yes, who's from I love SML. her so much. And Martin Short, of course, is like an SNL legend. Lorne guy. Yeah, he's a Lorne guy. So you know, Elliot they, Gould as well. Yeah, Elliot Gould. So they brought a lot of those people over from. They brought basically the entire cast over from NBC, which is cool. Um, to Fox, Fox gives it a full season order and uh and yeah it's um and then it just kind of (laughs) it kind of goes downhill so the quote here is um NBC passed on an earlier Mulaney pilot in 2013 um one of the rare occasions in which the network has said no thanks to a project bearing the signature of SNL's Lorne Michaels who is but one of a raft of producers listed in the show's credit I believe another producer is Robert Carlock Who created 30 Rock with Mm -hmm. Tina Fey. So we have a connection there. Fox picked up the show and the tinkering continued and continues it seems to this day. The episode that airs Sunday, this is from a review, is different in both crucial and insignificant ways from an episode shown to critics that summer. So the show was on in October and they screened a version for critics that was different in summer. Oh, so like wow, in a matter yeah. of months, they had already tinkered with it in like a major major way.
1: Yeah, and that shows wow. too. you can tell this thing mm-hmm. was noted to death because it's so snarky and weird and <laughs> well, yeah. they probably
0: should have noted it more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the reviewers said spare, spare parts and jokes from that episode show up in the second, third, and fourth episodes. All of it provides an interesting case study in how a sitcom must work against time to find its groove before the network swings the axe. Yeah, wow. So yeah, those pieces were kind of scattered across that were in that initial pilot. So um, there's probably a few like rejected pilot versions. If this went on to become like this massive success. They would have had, like, a Blu-ray box set ten years down the road, and we would have gotten that rejected pilot. Now it will never see the light of day. Right, because, yeah. yeah. It's buried in the NBC and Fox archives and everything, so it, that's kind of a shame.
1: It's either going to be better, so they won't want anyone to see it, or it'll be so much yeah. worse that they're like, how could it possibly be worse? Well, Here's how. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, like, watching this show, and well, we're not to our categories yet, but I'm watching this show, and I'm just thinking this isn't at tone with his stand-up in any real discernible way it's like very it's very like traditional sitcom setup delivery um in regard not just to the jokes but in regard to the plot and the you know the the narratives that that is presented and like things coming back in like a really awkward manner like the guy who well, we'll get to it. I, yeah, I won't, sure, I won't spo- yeah. spoil all mm-hmm. that. But, like, kind of the callbacks are very sitcom, you know, tr- traditionally sitcom in nature. It's
1: almost like they might as well have looked at the camera and yeah. be like, hey, remember from 10 <laughs> minutes ago?
0: Funny enough, I was... So, I watched I watched the episode once earlier today. And then I was just redoing my notes and organizing everything. And I was just listening to it. Right? It's so much better as, like, an audio drama than it is, like, yeah. as, like, a visual product. Because Mulaney is so... Awkwardly placed within every scene, you can tell that he's clearly uncomfortable. Yeah, it's right? his first thing ever. Really, it's all him. He just seems to be wandering around on the set with no
1: like real purpose. It's like he's but just, his delivery is there. He's like, waiting to hit his mark to do stand up.
0: Yes, yeah, so he's like <laughs> in, in scenes in stand up. He he's he obviously has ex, um, expert timing, right? Yeah. Here he's like he seems so worried about like standing on the X.
1: It's a you know? lot like Marin's first couple seasons where mm-hmm. you can very much tell they're learning to act on the mm-hmm. job. And to their credit, I mean, they're both obviously do fine and Mulaney's great and a ton of other stuff. It's yeah. just, again, the pilot wasn't... No, well, he hasn't moment. really
0: acted since this, right? You other see, than you...
1: except for in, uh, like, Too Much Too or
0: <laughs> Oh, Oh, the, yeah, of course, of course. The... Uh, What's the play called? It's not called too much. No, China. but
1: I always forget.
0: I, I saw the play, but anyways. Yeah, he's great in that, obviously, but that's in a very elevated role. Like, he hasn't acted as, like, a, a normal person. Right. Which it, is it, really hard to do. And, and it's I'll, kind of, like, underrated of just being, like, a normal dude.
1: Right, and I'll say this probably ten more times and we'll come back to the whole Seinfeld stuff, but, like, it's the same. Like, you mm-hmm. can see a better Jerry, actor, I think. Yeah, but maybe that's not like, early on. They both yeah. suck equally in the first in this role. I think mm. like you can tell they're watching the person's lips to wait to talk, <laughs> like because we've they're watched, not in the moment. They're not yeah. in the moment at all. They're watching someone else act instead mm-hmm. of like co acting. That's true.
0: That, that's a good way of putting it. Um, there's probably one spec thing to point out. Um, and that is Andy Ack- Ackerman directing, and he did 87 episodes of Seinfeld, 50 plus of Becker, 80 plus of New Adventures of Old Christine. So they really brought in, and he did all 13 episodes of this, so they really brought in, like, the biggest of the big guns <clears throat> They tried in regard to, like, comedy sitcoms. So yeah, they tried. Um, let's move into some of our categories here, and let's jump right into some title talk. Okay. Um, if you have not listened to this podcast in a while, and you're like, well, they, do they usually do categories? We do not. That is a new thing um we're trying a little more organization for uh how we proceed through this discussion yeah and we'll drop you know the plot tidbits as kind of as we um, name our winners here Uh, but i guess title talk isn't really a winner it's uh, that's a carryover and that's us discussing the title sequence and i would say that the title sequence is the only part of this episode that i liked (sighs)
1: Like, I thought it was kind of cool. I like the song. Um, (laughs) I just, I like that we are past, you know, three minute songs with lyrics for TV shows. Like, it seems like that's another way they could have fucked this up is Mm -hmm. by, like, let's put some funny lyrics. Like, Mulaney's so funny, or some bullshit. Um, And then I did think it was nice. Kind of like a new
0: girl approach. Yes. And I did
1: think it was funny how Ice T said live before a studio audience. (laughs) That was Ice T. -T, Yeah. Oh,
0: I thought that was Sean Smith.
1: I don't uh, think so. I think it's it sounds like an iced tea impression if it's not oh, it, sounds have, like it, <laughs> it sounds a lot like ice. I thought you were watching in that closed caption or something. And it says Iced tea. It sounds a lot like him. in any event we'll have to double check that
0: Melania is filmed in front of a live studio audience, okay? You know, so I'm going to include the stand up with the title talk because that's kind of part of the title sequence in the opening. Yeah, Sydney comes back to that. I thought it was pretty well done. Like I thought it had a very theater feel to it in that like the person steps away from the scene like in the theater and the spotlight comes down on him and they kind of have like this monologue. And that's what it felt like because he's doing stand up on like the show set. Yeah. Like, on the apartment set. And I thought that was a really interesting and different touch. Like, uh, obviously... I like S- that. Seinfeld does it in the club. Louis does it in the club. But he's, like, on the set. I, th- I thought they could have went even more... They could have went even more so in kind of, like, the meta direction if they wanted to break sitcom norm. Like, say say he finishes a set, um, the lights begin to come up, he hands the mic off to somebody, and the show starts.
1: Right, you know, like yeah. some,
0: something like that, just to break down the format a little bit, and especially
1: for networks where nothing is ever different.
0: Exactly, like that could have been a clear, like line drawn in the sand of and like this is going to be it. different. They're halfway to they, it. They the literally apartment. are on the side. Yeah. All they had to do was raise the lights that's and make idea. like a meta point out of it, and I thought it would have been really interesting. it's a good idea. Um, I li- I like the intro. I like the typography. I think I described it as a trendy site masthead and i'm showing i'm showing john it right now it looks
1: like um that chain smokers video where they write the yeah, lyrics okay. yeah it's kind of like the
0: typography of the chain smokers <laughs> yeah. is what it is yes. that's a good way of describing it this it's is like
1: chain smokers of sitcoms so <laughs> it's like when you gonna... meet
0: somebody who's like their handwriting's so good that they can also write with markers right you and you can I mean? tell they like practice <laughs> <Yeah>. like they <laughs> want to have cool handwriting yeah. it's yeah. like if you give me like the finest pen in the world i couldn't yeah like it would still be chicken scratch but some people can somehow write with markers And it kind of, like, it kind of reminded me a little bit of, like, Portlandia. Like, they use the blue filters on the blue scenes and the orange filters on the warm scenes. And they kind of, like, warm up the warm and cool down the cool and all that stuff. And then I think it's Seaton Smith. Do we have a actual... Who did the intro? Well,
1: the, all I I googled very quickly John Mulaney and Ice T, and a lot of things came okay. up. So it might be Wait, like some kind of inside. Does not he do the? He the, does a bit about him. Okay, so oh, so maybe so he got him maybe because he, he did the yeah, bit. Yeah, I think it's probably a part of it. But Ice T
0: an NBC guy. Maybe Something, he came over from maybe NBC. Came, maybe as well. it's from the NBC pilot and they just brought over the audio. Tweet us at pilot Tweet study pod with the answer. and you can get a prize from Modern Vital. We're, we're too lazy to look it up. Uh, I'm going to make you pay for that prize. That's fine. That I'll buy it. one sticker. Uh, good, good, <laughs> good intro. Uh, everything else is kind of bad. Like, So let's go on to our pilot study MVP. Who do you think actually stood out in this? Um,
1: well. If you aren't yeah, this the low grade uh, Seinfeld ripoff, if you aren't the MVP of a self named eponymous sitcom, it's not good. You're fucking up. Yeah. Like, and I think that he is not the MVP. I think that Martin Short.
0: Yeah. He's really the only one who kind of holds can hold the stage in the way that you have to as a sitcom actor. This.
1: Yeah. Know? And this reminded me of what could have been with Community if Chevy Chase wasn't a dick. <laughs> Like, if that old dude that knows how to do shit could hold it down for, like, right. the rest of them that are kind of all learning, mm-hmm. um, that would be ideal. But then, obviously, like many things with this pile, it just didn't work out like that. And then...
0: He's, like, a theater guy, and he comes out, he's and he, very, he, he performs, yeah. and, like, he knows that he performs to the crowd. And I think he he has a good balance of... Acting as if he is within a room, an right. actual but room with But then you with have wall, the studio audience, walls, you know? which
1: is so brutal to me sometimes. Like, sometimes it's fine. Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess we just have to discuss at some point, like, how how, how, Because we, we don't like the studio audience. So I how, how do we grade these things on, like, a curve that provides what them, they are. Yeah, like. provides them with the proper respect of, like, it's probably hard to put together one of these shows, but we just don't like the studio audience because we've been spoiled. We've we been very spoiled, spoiled with wrestling Development single cam stuff and, and yeah. uh, all that whole breakthrough of shows. If I name any more, it's going to name somebody that's a sexual abuser.
1: So yeah, we we'll have to be very I'll careful even with that because Tambor was accused. <laughs> oh, so. Jesus. No, no. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah,
0: well, accused and kicked off Transparent, so we can assume what happened.
1: And so, anywho... Uh... Yeah, if I think that's another spot where, like, if you watch the Seinfeld pilot, like, it's Jerry's show, the, the stand-up blends well into mm-hmm. the show. And I even wrote down, like, the best parts of the show were the stand-up to me, but it felt like I was watching a different show.
0: Yeah, and they don't use the stand-up properly. Like, it's the stand-up bit about the subway, right? And then the subway is is mentioned later on in the actual show, but in a but different it's capacity. Funny. It's not funny it's, when was, they mentioned it. It's not funny and it's in a different capacity. And if you're gonna like shout out an object within the beginning stand up. Then it
1: should cut to the subway. It should have something to do with the plot, you <laughs> it know, should, like Louis cut to that, shit, right? Or, they all or do
0: that. if you're gonna mention it later, it should be in that situation or it should be I don't know. It was just weird that they did two subway bits and they were completely different so there was no like connection. No continuity. And like yeah, like you're saying like other shows have used it for theme. You know, and they don't do it here. It's not like he's talking about a celebrity who ends up being a maniac like right. would match for the actual show.
1: At the beginning and the end of Seinfeld, that mm-hmm. stand up bookends the plot of the exactly. middle 18 minutes. The second act is the show. He's not
0: talking directly about right. what's happening, right. but he is talking about an emotion that's going to be expressed. When I was buying pants, blah blah blah, and then cut to him <laughs> and George in a department store. You know what I'm saying? It makes yeah. sense
1: and they botched mm-hmm. that here, I think.
0: Um, I I picked Naseem for the MVP yeah. only because I think she is saddled with one of the worst introductions to a female character I've ever oh seen on screen. Oh my god, and I mean like It's terrible. <sighs> like we've talked about like poor female characters before, but let me just give you the list of everything I picked up there. Yeah, so she <laughs> she is the following. She's the lone female character, she's neurotic, she is vengeful very vengeful. She is non-supportive of her friends in a very weird... She's non-supportive of Mulaney in particular in a very weird way. Because he makes that comment when she comes to the march of like, well, why are you here? Because I know you're not here to support me. Like, it's just kind of like, okay, so she's a bad friend. Right. She's a bad roommate. She's weird. She's obviously, like, obsessive and her and her and melanie Mul- have like a weird vibe anyways right it's not like they're a- building up like a romance or something cuz like they can't hug and it's then, probably like, like they're very of disapproving dumb, yeah. of each other, you know? They
1: have to play it off as long as they can mm-hmm. until the audience wants them together, like Jim and thing Pam and weird. shit. Yeah, it, it is, is weird. It's weird.
0: It, like, she hugs the other roommate, you know? But so he, he's apparently the non-threatening right. black guy. Of course. Right, and so we have the white, you know, attractive lead. Um, she rips those flowers, she, like... So her thing is she just got broken up with and she is hacking her ex-boyfriend's email and also kind of like terrorizing him. Yes, like in, ruining like, his life. A bar- like in almost illegal way. Hey John, hey Lou. What's with the dirt? I yanked these flowers out of Dustin's window box. I planted them last year. He and his new girlfriend think they get to enjoy them. Uh, yeah, no, they're mine. Jane, I thought you wanted closure. I wanted justice, white boy, and I am one step closer. Oh my God, Dustin's home. Oh God. I gotta hit the bricks. Oh. Scatter Where she like runs up to his garden, rips the flowers out, you know, of his garden that she planted and like you know, and then he like looks out the window and she bolts. So like she's like a terrible female character, but the reason I gave her the MVP is one, I want her to get one positive thing yeah. out of this pilot experience, if it even is as small as the pilot study MVP. And two, she's at least a professional about it. Like she had to look at the script and be like
1: She's oh like, my, well, I can stay I, on... What did I get myself into? I can stay on <laughs> SNL a couple more years and do my Ariana Huffington impression she on Weekend on for, Update. She was on
0: for five years. Doesn't it feel like she was on for less than that?
1: Wait, that, I would have guessed three.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty long stint.
1: So she could do that, or, you know, you take a risk. I'm sure, mm-hmm. again, you're going with Lauren Mullaney talent out the ass on every aspect of the show. It seemed right. probably like a safe bet. I'm sure she read it and was like, I can put my own spin on the like quirky female. I hope
0: she read a different pilot script than this.
1: Well, I have to think, and like we were saying before, she's like Elaine
0: on speed. Right. You know Uh, Elaine Uh, as a total
1: like well, I hate this word and uh, the connotations of it, but she's like millennial (laughs) Elaine. You know what I mean? Like Elaine that uh, takes Xanax and doesn't care about anything but her phone and like
0: The first time you see Jane, she walks into a doctor's office screaming. I am NOT CRAZY! Hi, Jane. Why are you walking into rooms yelling, I am not crazy? It's not fair, okay? When a guy wants to destroy a woman, all he has to do is call her crazy, even if she has every right to be angry.
1: Hey, men get called crazy, too.
0: Yeah, but people like it when a man's crazy. We have recordings of Christian Bale screaming like a lunatic people are impressed. They're like, oh my god, he's so passionate. That she's not crazy.
1: And within, yeah, within one of the first sentences, the word crazy is used several times. I
0: guess everybody in this show kind of feels, everyone besides Mulaney feels like a Kramer. You know what I mean? Like they're Some all like Kramer on level. that level of crazy. You know, like you have you have um, seen Smith character motif, which on top of having a weird. Yeah, I put SMA, him more as the right? Kramer, yeah. Okay. And then yeah. I
1: put Andre the drug dealer as the Costanza, mm, okay. Because he's got glasses and he's chubby. And then <laughs> yeah, Oscar, he has the look down. Oscar the Elliot Gould character, I put as Newman.
0: Oh really? Because it seems like he's gonna be like a friend.
1: Like a friend, but still, he's down the hall. He's got an outside perspective. He's not friends with all their friends. He's like an outsider, I think. Maybe. No. We'll see. Well, we won't see. I'll never no. watch it again. We'll, never, we'll never
0: watch another episode. But um, anyway. I think, I think he becomes like an ally of sorts or like some kind of like spiritual Buddha type like figure, you know? Like a pseudo dad figure. Yeah, kind of like a pseudo dad. Anyway. Um, and of course he's gay. You know, that's they. They gotta have like. I will the give them credit for
1: at. attempts at diversity. I mean, no one's like super great looking other cast. than Nassim and John.
0: Right, it's a diverse cast, but they don't.
1: But they don't even use the diversity right. No, I mean, they don't
0: play no. up to that. Meh, Maybe whatever. if they played up to it, it would have been offensive. Like I guess. Well, just you have being... to
1: balance that too. Like, yeah. oh, so we have a person of color lady. Let's name her like. Jill yeah but you say Jill so then it normalizes a person of color which is good but then if you say like I don't want to even guess a name but like a more traditional name for whatever I don't even know what ethnicity she is Uh but like whatever right um then you're like oh she has to be named that because she you know Yeah, what I'm it's got,
0: maybe it's a no one situation so, so they just went let's make these normal Jane. people let's not <laughs> yeah let's not reference it <laughs> um so let's let's uh set the table this is set. our uh our scene most designed to set up the stakes of the series so how did how did you see them setting setting the table Future episodes because sometimes we'll do this and we'll know where it's going, yeah. But here we're just kind of guessing, like, as to what is actually the table setting scene.
1: I, based on the guess of 22 minutes of input, thought that when he gets hired for the writing job with Martin Short's character, um, I want to say Lou Cannon, Lou Cannon, yeah. Um, which is a cool name, I like that name, it's a good name. And he gets hired without any experience based on a little mini speech like, hey, I'm like in my 30s and I've never it's done so shit, it's but so like, bad. please, can okay, I so be it's... in comedy? And he's like, yes, son. It's... You now are like a professional comedy writer with no packet, no scouting. <laughs> His
0: qualifications were, he's from the internet, mm-hmm. right? The, oh, comedian that, from the, internet. the comedian from the internet. That's the comedian from the internet. And 1,200 yeah. views on a video.
1: Which we've had more than that on an OC <laughs> app.
0: We have more so where's my writing job
1: for, like, fucking Fallon right now, you know? Well, it'd like, be
0: like a game show. It'd be like Regis. You'd still. Be, any, you'd be anything. doing the Regis revival. I'll fucking of, submit uh... to Steve Harvey
1: for Family Feud, dude. I mean, we that's get a, more than 1200 It's a pretty funny show.
0: So. It's fine. Yeah. So that, so so that was that my one. thing.
1: It's just like he, you know, white privileged his way into a fucking writing job, Pete Holmes style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then now he's famous. So that was like, it's again, it's not making... Like, if you want to set the table, really, you would do... Play up the struggling comedian aspect, give him some steaks, give they him give something... They give it, like, to, a line. Yeah. You
0: know, they just kind of give it, like, that Like, oh, I'm kind of poor, line.
1: but not really, because my teeth are perfect, and I look <laughs> awesome, and I live in a rich-ass, like, mansion in fucking Manhattan. I could
0: afford a doctor's trip just right. to, like, fake it. Just because I need
1: Xanax to fly on a probably a first-class flight to a gig, even though I don't get gigs. You know, like, where is he flying? I don't know. So, they never, yeah. like... No,
0: I mean, we. I guess I don't. I don't expect to get all those little details, right. but I do expect it to be, um, especially today, economy appropriate. Like it's, in the '90s, I get that it was just right. like they had know, no clue. The, yeah, they had no clue. Of course, the friends friends are gonna have. They're you know, all white the and great, rich, and they, it's they, fine. They're Beautiful. great apartments. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one guy's an archaeologist right. somehow. You now know, now we
1: exist in a stark <laughs> reality, and we want things that reflect that. Right. So. Um
0: I'm gonna say for this one I'm gonna say the doctor's office scene. It's the first scene in the actual plot, so the plot opens up with him at the doctor's office, faking frequent urination is what he freaks yeah fakes, he said he right? went 11 times yeah, a day yeah, yeah. and but his real purpose there is to get xanax so they're being real right off the bat you know we're talking about mental illness in a very weird roundabout yeah. um which hey kinda, at least they kinda, took kinda, a shot kind of sort of way took you know? a shot that's cool um it's the first scene of the plot and it's the type of scene that i think establishes their sitcom reality so i went with like what is the sitcom reality here right and so you're, you're they're talking of course way too loud for the scenario um <laughs> It's like this weird situation where your friend tags along with you to the doctor just so you can have the scene, yeah. the inter, the interaction between the friend and the main character at the doctor. You know, it's kind of like it's their Seinfeld diner in this scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, and I assume they eventually get a like an actual spot, probably you know, besides, sure. the, besides apartment. the apartment. Yeah, I'm sure he's not going to the doctor's office every week, but it seems it just, I don't know. And then of course we have the jane walking in and yelling like again they're the only people there of course so the sitcom reality is very much a seinfeld-esque thing where they're going to have their conversations it's not going to be there's going to be no gorilla aspects to this this shooting very style. It's like just very set traditional. Up punch
1: set up punch yep. yeah
0: so that was kind of my table setting scene so we've got the holotropes and the Hall of Trope's is the greatest trope characters introduced in pilot episodes. So we've got the cute, the kooky neighbor, the cute dork, the down on his time cop, check,
1: check, check, yeah. check, check,
0: and uh, so we're gonna name some. And I think we might have a Hall of Famer here. Like I think we might. So who 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 is your like tropiest character?
1: Well, tropiest was a tie between again to go back, the quirky neighbor. Okay um with the bitch what was his shirt bitch problem <laughs> uh trouble bitch trouble bitch yeah bitch problem um trouble There's bitch like what
0: is that regular uh, i i have the exact quote somewhere i don't i don't want to misquote his great is um
1: that's a key catchphrase st- Standout too, you know, joke but it was something kind of like giddy up that's his giddy up like Kramer. Yeah
0: trouble bitch and he had like t-shirts and stuff like so, so. trouble
1: bitch um Nassim's character Jane and then Andre I had a tie for all tropius tropes because yeah. you've got Costanza, Kramer, Elaine—like mm-hmm. all-time sitcom well, stereotypes we've got, we've got perfected in neuro- Seinfeld, but botched everywhere else. We've
0: got a neurotic comic. You know, I'm sure Malini's gonna have four or five neurotic
1: white male comic that with <laughs> mental illness. That's
0: four to five beautiful girlfriends. I'm sure over this first uh, season here. Yeah. We've got the bearded weed dealer. We've got the black dude who says bitch. You mm-hmm. know, that's gotta count as a trope. I think. Uh, We've got the gay old dude. So I went with the bearded weed dealer, and I'm not going to bother looking up his name, his real name. But just because of his look, the glasses, right, right. the hat, he has—he's got like a beanie on, right? He's
1: funny, yeah. yeah he's yeah, funny. Yeah, the beanie. He's, he's
0: fat. He's carrying. I said he's carrying a backpack that's way too big. Like the, the weed dealer's always carrying like a gigantic backpack. Like couldn't it look any more suspicious. Full of weed, <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> just yeah. packed might to the well gills. Might as wear a shirt
1: that just says weed. <laughs> just packed yeah. to the
0: gills with marijuana. Yep. You know, it doesn't look suspicious suspicious at all. So I don't know. I but think again,
1: you're in New York, so no one really cares.
0: Andre might be a Hall of Trope member. Just as like the weed dealer, yeah. you know, I'm sure we're going to run across a couple weed dealers in our time. We, we should do high maintenance, by the way. Because I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, And I've never watched it. But uh, he seems like he's the weed dealer on TV.
1: He is the network weed. He's acceptable. He's Mm -hmm. not too, like, weird. He's not tattooed. All he needs is a haircut.
0: They let him right in.
1: Yeah. They let him in. He's cool. But, yeah. So,
0: did you think the moment where he was like, oh, no, guys, it's Andre. And he opened the door and Andre walks in. It's bad. But do you think that was the moment where they're being self-aware? Or do you no. think it's just that think, bad of a
1: show? I think it's that bad. I oh. wish it, there was any self awareness here, but I have to think that it was all some gone. Some stuff
0: is so bad that it feels like it's making a comment on how bad it is. But
1: we want that to be true because we like Mulaney. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, think <laughs> I think that's it, what we want.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, name change. So, what were some alternate pilot names? So. The category here is all these episodes are usually named pilot until maybe later on when they rename it. Yeah. Um so we got Mo Lainey, Mo Problems, but it's also called pilot, so we're gonna entertain ourselves here. So what are some alternate and that's a bad title. We it's can come up bad. with better titles. So what do you got?
1: The best thing I could come up with was Anxious for a job. Anxious because it covers for a job. Okay, all right. some of the plot there so, and then he gets the job thing. Alright, right.
0: I, I can dig that. That's it. Um I have a few. I've got John. Just John, which is you good know. for yeah, yeah. You could do something like that. Uh, adult life, because they have a quote that says, "Adult life is so weird," sure, right? Um, and that kind of probably sets up everything, you know. And also, um, I am not crazy. Just like that phrase, you know, because I think he's he's kind of debating if he's crazy or not for like pursuing the career, and he's yeah. obviously getting down on himself. She literally says, "I am not crazy," you know. So it's a bunch of people battling with their sanity. So yeah, that, those were the ones I picked.
1: Anything probably would have been better than Pilot or Molaney Mo, Lainey, Mo <laughs> Problems. No, I think Molaney Mo, Laney, Mo Problems I, is funny.
0: I can't believe that's, the name of it. that's yeah. That's almost seems like a joke. Like again, it's so bad that is it a spoof? But I, we know it's not a spoof.
1: We want it to be though. We,
0: I don't think we've ever encountered a show that's been so bad that we think but that they're we want being bad love. on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, I've never
1: seemed this on purpose, no. but mm-hmm. it can't be on purpose because he never, I can't they believe. They were trying to make like a Cosby show. They were trying to make a network sitcom.
0: This was obviously before the Bill Cosby thing, but he referenced the Cosby show in many interviews as being the touchstone um, of what he was trying to do. And afterwards, when it was canceled, he had a cancellation interview, and he talked about. And the the interviewer said, "Do you think that the the sitcom formula just can't be broken at this point, and that's why it failed?" And he goes, "No, because the Carmichael show succeeds." So he kind of yeah. gave props to the Carmichael show while saying that it just this show it's just hard. failed because it's not good. Yeah, yeah, you know. So um, it's
1: hard. I mean, how many shows really even make it despite the massive amounts of talent you know so
0: yeah i mean this is a show that's packed to the gills with you yeah you talent. couldn't have had on paper a better sitcom <laughs> really i mean the only thing you could have did is keep the guy from the
1: tick in right, that one role which even that is still yeah a I a mean, uh, like tertiary character yeah whatever. but
0: you got martin short as your co-lead you know in in the in the promo images he's covering up like he's in the front he's covering up mulaney you know kind of as the joke like he right. he's being pushed to the backdrop and that's kind of his character but you got but him. But that's a bad look El- for your first season. Yeah, Elliot Gould and again, one of the biggest stand-up comedians they, in the world right now. People
1: bank so much on baby boomer nostalgia. Like Martin Short <laughs> and Elliot Gould, like do people your age even know who the fuck those guys are really? Martin, like I what think is your Martin what Short, is your reference yeah. point for Martin Short?
0: SNL. I mean, I think really like but his,
1: he was on SNL his, 10 years before you were even born. His later
0: <laughs> his for me it was his later appearances and his hosting gigs. I think arrested development um, he had that stint in Arrested Development as a lawyer, as un- un- Uncle Jack. He couldn't. He had. He couldn't use his legs. Remember? Oh, oh, I'm thinking of. Uh,
1: I'm thinking of weeds. He was a lawyer. Oh yeah, okay. So um, he was a weeds yeah, my he was reference weeds point lawyer. for Martin Short is like fucking Three Amigos when I was like two years old. I could yeah. watch HBO for the first. time.
0: I mean, I know he's in it, but I've never seen it before. It's yeah, so, Martin Short was just kind of like this guy. I knew he was funny, but I'd never really seen him in anything in particular. Yeah, and, and I always confused him and Dana Carvey. And I don't
1: like guys like that, yeah. like that like coast by because... No, <laughs> no, no, I don't mean that.
0: He's like a great theater guy. He's but.
1: an amazing performer in all aspects. But putting him in this show, just it's kind of like when DeVito saved Sonny. Mm-hmm. Without DeVito, there is no Sonny. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway.
0: And DeVito's on sunny. 12 years later. Right. And Howerton isn't. Uh, Most pilot-y moment. So this is like the moment that feels most like a pilot. I went with the apartment scene where Andre shows up and they're just kind of like, they're basically laying out their problems like...
1: It's Andre. That's the scene I put too, like the the apartment when he comes in. Yeah, because
0: she's talking about her breakup. He's talking about his. It's Andre. I mean, his his issues. You know, it's just like everybody's detailing their issues, and Andre's here. You know, again, it's like a community bit. It is like community would make this episode as like a spoof, satire, joke episode. Sitcoms yeah. with yeah. comedians, yeah, yeah like yeah. Abed would walk in and it'd be like, "It's Abed," yes, you know, and then it would continue on. But his name would be Joe. <laughs> by the end, it would get really dark in some way. It mm-hmm. would be some fiction, you know, fictional some murder <laughs> shit or something cool, <laughs> some harm weird would, like twist. It would be some spot in his imagination that he created. I think I'm describing a thing that actually happened on Community Probably. In, in one of the fi- in one of like the final seasons, I believe Abed does this. So I apologize to Dan Harmon for well, robbing him of his bit.
1: Obviously, the only way this could be good is if Harmon spoofed it yeah, at this he, point. He, he just needed to take over. Or, as or the we studied the pilot, of course. Let's, Again, doing them a favor. Let, <laughs>
0: Uh, let's do, there's some reviews here. So the AV Club was probably the most positive on it. They gave it a B And this was out of, this was the, they got a three, three episode batch. So they kind of reviewed the first three. Okay. But they said, such is the danger when some of your sharpest material is based on watching afternoon repeats of Law & Order at the heart of his appeal. John Mullaney is every man. There are some blackened heart and veins running through that heart and it's hidden wickedness that and, it, and it's the hidden wickedness that provides hope at the end of the fall season's shakiest comedy pilot that features no internal uh, monologue and the internal monologue. They're referencing some show called Manhattan love story. Um, Entertainment weekly said, <laughs> even by the standards of sitcom pilots, the premiere of Mulaney was rough. The laughs came few and far between. I didn't laugh once. Did you? I no. just kind of watched.
1: I snickered.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, some stuff was like, oh, that's cool. Like, it's, it's yeah. a good moment, you yeah. know. I didn't even laugh at his... A uh, couple quotes No, I, liked, I laughed but... at his stand-up. Just because of stand-up. Stuff. I
1: don't even count the stand-up as part of the show, though, because it's mm. it's only the show... And I, is, I'd heard it before, so I kind of knew the
0: beats and everything. Right.
1: The show you know. is an insult to the stand-up.
0: Right, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's harsh, but I like it. Um, Mulaney plays the comedian who goes to work writing jokes for a game show host played by Martin Sheen, made too unnecessarily complicated, but his biggest problem is just about everybody trying too hard, and Mulaney simply... And if Mulaney simply played it cool, a lot could improve. And I yes. agree with that. If uh-huh. It was just more casual. Like, they're just, I don't know.
1: Trying way too hard to make the perfect sitcom.
0: We'll talk about it here more in a second. And The Hollywood Reporter had the greatest review of it. They said, there is no saving a show this heinous. If you don't ask yourself, how did this get on the air while watching Mulaney, essentially a TV show about stand-up comedian John Mulaney having his own TV show, then you're not watching Mulaney. (laughs)
1: That's I mean, pretty hard. I can't agree more, though. I that can't say they're wrong.
0: Let's do the rest of the plot really quick. So after that, as we've kind of described, he gets a job working for Martin Short, who is like a Regis Philbin yeah. type game show host. Who I think it is. Who would have guessed is the name of something the show? Like something that. like that. And I don't even know what the game show is. And basically, he re- he starts working for him. It doesn't go ideally. He becomes an entitled little prick about it, like yelling at the secretary. You know, um, things like that. It's a really weird vibe that things just aren't going perfectly. So he like lashes out out. and wants to quit on this like huge opportunity that he just got. Just because Martin Short wouldn't take his jokes for like one show. Right. You know, because he wrote all these jokes for him. Martin Short didn't use them or something. So he was going to quit this great, probably high paying job. And then at the end he realizes that Martin Short was going to use his jokes like they're on cue cards and
1: that's and it. it was that's, all okay. That's
0: the emotional like resolution.
1: That's it's, the arc. is
0: oh you're going to use my jokes thank you.
1: Cool. So I won't walk away from this job <laughs> that I really don't deserve. I will keep, I will keep
0: having right. Martin Short in this cast right. that I a guy that I very uh, dearly need. Oh there's nothing here for me. <laughs> Goodbye Lou. Hey John don't storm out like a little bucknuts of a girl. <laughs> Why do you proof those coupons? What? Wait a second. Are these my jokes, the ones I wrote for you? Well, you wrote them, but then I'm going to put my own spin on them and then say them. <laughs> so you're going to say jokes that I wrote on TV? Now, I know where this is going. So Get that's
1: actually. basically it. I mean, that is basically it, with uh, some interstitial it's... apartment shots and quirky banter.
0: Yeah, we obviously um, didn't love it. I mean, I guess... I, I won't say that Seton Smith was bad. I think he's good in the show. He's funny. Yeah, Motif is a good character. Individually, and,
1: they all turned in a decent performance as their character. Yes. But it's yes. just shitty characters, too. It's, it's just bad writing. It's cliche you know, stereotypes. It's, it's just bad writing. I did have a couple quotes that I thought were funny if you want to okay. go back and forth on some Quoterama.
0: Yeah, I've got some random notes, too. I don't know how many... Um, quotes i guess i have too. but uh yeah go ahead dear.
1: um i like when Mulaney said i have to go lie to this doctor to be drugged up enough to do my job i think that's like a real
0: <laughs> that's some
1: real talk for like a lot of people
0: yeah i did like that line
1: and then when uh, martin short's character canon says that sincerity will take you right to the middle Because I I think like the nice guy downtrodden Mulaney is like the Mulaney we love because he's handsome and Mm -hmm. he wears a suit and he looks rich and cool and perfect and put together. But, you know, he's just as fucked in the head as like every other comedian. You can tell by his bits. Right. And Uh, so that makes him (laughs) so appealing to me because he looks like. Seinfeld and mm-hmm. you know Gaffigan and all those like straight laced guys, but he's way fucked. I do I, do, I do,
0: I do want to mention one. I think, I think the quote goes, and I'm, I apologize, I don't have it written down, but it's Martin Short, and he says something like, "This is going to be great for you." Like, he does that pause. Do you remember that line? I don't. He's talking about the partnership, and he's like, this is going to be great oh, like for it's, you. yeah, it's not going you to know? help me at It's all. not going to help you at all. And I was reading an interview with him, and he was talking about the 40th SNL anniversary, and he wrote the Jerry Seinfeld Q&A oh, that he okay. did with like the Larry David thing and everything. And that is a line Seinfeld said to him when they were working together. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So he took that line from the Seinfeld, which is just you know all this sitcomception going together now, and he put gave it to Short and kind of worked that into the plot. So wow. I thought I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, Julie uh, Julie Klausner as Donna. She is um, Julie Klausner was in the show with Billy Eichner on Hulu, Difficult People. Maybe I think that's what it's called. That
1: is yeah. what it's called. I've just yeah. never seen it.
0: Yeah, it's her and Billy Eichner. So she is um, she plays the intercom lady. Billy Eichner, 10 seconds, your (laughs) thoughts. (laughs) Um, Pigeonholed as the screamer probably is a lot deeper and probably secretly is a good actor. I'm going to say that. Like, I think he's got like a little like, you know, Bill Hader did the Skeleton Twins. And we were like, "Yeah, shit, Bill Hader can act. I yeah. bet you, I bet you, Billy Eichner can can act." And there's is like there's a, more to him. Is like a trained professional. There's more to him. Yeah, he's got sure. he's he's probably a trained professional and can do everything. And
1: but he also yeah. probably likes money and a steady paycheck. So he yelled oh. on Parks and Rec for a couple <laughs> years, and he's yelling. Oh, he, like, yeah, he's
0: not good in Parks and Rec. I forgot about that. It's that
1: made you know. me feel bad that he was being misused. I don't think he is that. That made guy. me feel
0: bad that he was being used in the same way mm-hmm. as he was on a street show where he screams that people where relapse. he was kind of
1: like improving, probably yeah, a lot of that yeah. shit. Yeah. Anyway, I forgot right, about Parsley. Enough Eric. with the Eichner.
0: Yeah, anyways, um there is not too many other That's all random I had, man. notes other Yeah. Other
1: than that, I RIP to Mulaney. Like I wish it would have gone better for him because I do love him and
0: I, I love him too. I love his I love his stand up and it, this just obviously didn't work for a variety of reasons. I will I, I do have um the things that she throws out from her ex-boyfriend. Okay. So Jane apparently has a bunch of stuff that uh she took from her ex boyfriend to like make him cooler. You know, because or again, to make him all more women are crazy once yeah. like a man in, breaks up with and possessive and right, like right. wants to burn things. And so she had a hoodie vest, which okay. A statue of Buddha. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe she said that he's not a Buddhist because he yells at people in video games. And also his password of his computer I thought this was funny, is Guy Ritchie Five. <laughs> you know? <laughs> There's just like little like Stefan bite Line. There's lines, funny stuff. You know that's like that's good. Yeah. But then it's just like housed in this. I just kept thinking, what if this was a single cam show? And he could have had all these, like, you think... Like what, what if it what was Marin on did? HBO and like, it got,
1: like, the Veep treatment or some kind of good... Yeah, like, what Marin did like, where... what if
0: Marin? Because Marin says no a,
1: stand-up clips, barely references the podcast. Yeah, but what
0: if he said, like, oh, I'm going to do a multicam? It would have been a disaster.
1: Yeah. It already was you bordering know? on a disaster. Yeah, but at least but, he could have did multiple takes right, and, right. like... <laughs> they it seems they like...
0: could have given it the visual flair that he clearly wants to give it.
1: It seems like... Not only did this thing get crushed by notes and being transferred here, there, and everywhere, and canceled and whatever, put on the Mm -hmm. shelf, but Mulaney, I bet you gave up a lot of creative control to take advantage of the opportunity of having his own show. Do you think? It seems like, because we know that he's like a genius, and he has access to everybody in comedy. Like, he could have gotten...
0: You can be a great stand-up, but I just don't think everybody can make a show yeah but like seinfeld could barely make a show right at the and beginning. he's the king of stand-up <laughs> and like, now, now he has the most successful sitcom of all time right you know but it was it could have been like if that was released today it could have been canceled well, given the glut of everything well
1: like we were talking before we were recording and this i guess to wrap it up or put yeah, a yeah. bookend on it like if you look at the people in like his comedy peers white guy not even white but just like regular middle-aged guys right. you who's, have... who's
0: the better actor? Pete Holmes or Mulaney? Or is it just that Pete Holmes has a single cam show? And he, actually... and he works
1: with Apatow and he's on HBO and he gets awesome cameos because the premise is better because the show has a theme and a premise they stick to. This Pete thing Holmes is...
0: cameos in Mulaney at some point. Oh, great. As a priest. I'll probably... So... Well, perfect typecasting, <laughs> but
1: from his fucking God cast, the quote. But I think like if you look at T.J. Miller, okay. Pete Holmes, Kumail Nanjiani... Um, Mulaney is in that group of stand-ups, of If you're stand-ups, listing the yeah. best current dudes mm-hmm.
0: from that from that like specific group right. that really work together and actually like each right. other, well, maybe not T.J. Miller, but
1: a Kroll even yeah, is one yeah. of these guys. Of course, if you compare this pile of shit to anything that anyone else on that list has done, Aziz, look at Master of None. Mm-hmm. Well, so, somebody obviously wasn't guiding him because Mulaney right.
0: did a Broadway, not it was off Broadway, I guess, but a off Broadway excellent funny show with the um with the old dudes i I still can't remember what it's called i went and saw it and i can't remember what it's called oh hello yeah 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 um Um, but he was excellent in that like you never like saw him and thought that's a bad actor in old guy makeup you were like yeah he's good
1: this just unfortunately was one of those showbiz stories that like It was the perfect storm of talent Mm. and opportunity and timing, and it should have been a damn hit, and we should be watching season five right now. But, like, (laughs) it just did not work out for our man. No disrespect to his talent or anyone involved. Like, these are amazing. Yeah, he's the worst. (laughs) My open mic shit all over his multiple hours of, like, brilliance. But, like, I mean, these are all, like, people at the top of their game, and it just didn't come together.
0: Yeah. Well on that note that's it for Pilot Study uh, dig into our archives over at pilotstudypod.fireside.fm or on modern-vinyl.com we are now on Spotify
1: we are that was we're blowing awesome. up dude I've
0: submitted all, all of the Modern Vinyl Podcasts to Spotify and we are the first one to apparently get on apparently
1: they only want the most popular content that's right. that that's you right. have to offer right. so sorry um, the best sorry the, Mike
0: and the deepest content sorry Mike and James from the Modern Vinyl Podcast I'm not Vinyl sorry James, just Mike uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, it, the Spotify page is great. You can go and uh, just listen through all of them. I would recommend, I've been recommending Breaking Bad.
1: Or The O.C. Uh,
0: the O.C., yeah. I, just, I a friend just listened to The O.C. today, and he said, this is great. I'm really liking it. So yeah, and He really loved the Puka Shell necklace reference <laughs> very early on, and Cool Sandy and all those things that we were talking about. But I would say Breaking Bad's a good episode to start with, and it's also at the top of the list, um, only because it is it, it's the new format. It's the beginning of that new format, and that's what we're kind of going to be carrying on throughout all of this. Sweet. So yeah, check that out. Um, Pilot study pod on Twitter. Obviously, we post a lot about TV stuff and all that good stuff. And uh, what are your plugs?
1: Um, All social media underscore Grimes John. Cute ass dog.
0: If you want cute Cute ass ass dog dog pics, a lot of
1: sarcasm.
0: (laughs) That's it. We're done. Pilot study episode. I can't remember. That's how that's how prepared I am.
1: 843. <laughs> 843. <laughs> we're we're catching you nurses. <laughs> yeah. We're coming for you hard way. <laughs> WTF,
0: you're in our you're in our sights. All right. are only talk about the first one. And that's the premise behind Pilot Study.
1: Oh. bummer.